It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. And good evening, everybody. It is Sunday, July 3rd. It is 8 o'clock. Um, and it is time, <clears throat> excuse me, for episode 213 of the Ron and Brian podcast. As always, I'm Ron, joined by my best friend, Brian. Brian, how goes it this evening? Um, uh, I've hit rock bottom. Okay. I hit rock bottom this past week. Okay. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm climbing out of it. So uh, when you say how goes it this week, um, I, have, uh, I, I have seen the darkness and uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. So it is a uh, it's a positive story, is what you're telling us. I am trying to spin a a positive tale. All right. Well, uh, then let's just get right into it with drink of the week. Drink of the week. Nazdrovia. Salud. Drink of the week. Slasher. Drink of the week, drink of the week, drink of the week. Brian, what are you drinking this week, my friend? I am drinking a Jameson, an 18-year-old Jameson. Wow. That some of my nearest and dearest friends, the people that I love who love me back, um, purchased for me uh, this past week. Um, if you look that, look at that, look at that color. Great coloring. Look, look at the caramel compared to like the the uh, whiteness of my skin, which does not get much sun. But look at the coloring of this. This is an 18 year old Jameson. Um, cheers to you guys. All right, I am curious. I've been waiting a while now to see how you're going to like that. <laughs> Did it take your breath away, Brian? So smooth. And you did you so, this time. So incredibly smooth. I mean, I feel the burn. Right. It's a burn. Of course. There always is. So smooth. I also have got a chaser of um Montclair University's um brewery, Buzz Ale, named after Buzz Aldrin. I've had this for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm really getting low on the beer fridge. Do need to place another order for some lagers, pilsners, sours. Wheat ales. Um, maybe I'll get some saisons. Uh, uh, some some sessions. Maybe a a, a double IPA. Uh, maybe a New England. Stop. Perhaps a hefeweizen. Who knows what else you may get? Well, good. Ron, Ron, Booby. Yes, Booby. Yes. What are you drinking this week? Uh, so this weekend, it's a beer that uh, I've been drinking. It's one of my favorite uh, summer beers from the good folks down at Cape May Brewery. <laughs> this is their Tan Limes beer. Uh, it's a Mexican-style lager brewed with a touch of locally harvested sea salt and a hint of per uh, Persian lime juice. Uh, fresh and zesty. Tan limes would be perfectly at home at your local cantina and is best paired with street tacos, brilliant sunshine, and close friends. Which that makes sense. We are close friends. Uh, we are, but and, I, I do find it a little odd that they're talking that, they, that street tacos. Like, <laughs> like one of the things that is almost guaranteed to give me diarrhea 
is they're going to go with that. That's the number one that's what um, they're gonna pa- paired choicing for this beer. Uh, the clocking in at a light uh, 4.5%. Again, we've been talking about crushable beers. This is very crushable. Cape May, tan limes. Now, without you, um, while you're taking your sip, I will say that I I crushed several of those beers last night. Um, uh, I... Uh, I visited the Baileys, the Casa de Baileys. Yes, um, and I crushed several of those beers over the course of the evening. And uh, it's a, it's a nice beer because you can have a number of them throughout yeah. the evening, and uh, you don't really uh, you don't get too much of a buzz off them. This is the this is the big difference. The way I see these two different, you know, the 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 choice of beers. Um, you had a cooler filled with those. Yes. Um, you know, easy crushable. Um, uh, you could sip, you can gulp, they go down easily. Um, you know, it's, it's the kind of beer you can have several over the course of an evening. You, you know, you mix in a couple glasses of water and you wake up no headache whatsoever, no hangover. You're not feeling worse for wear. You're ready to um, the day you're ready to get up. You're ready to sure to stick to whatever plans you had for the day. You are already showered by nine o'clock in the morning. Exactly. However, um, another cooler in uh, on your backyard had dogfish had IPAs. Yes. Um, I had one of those. And it's it's amazing that the contrast between the beer you're drinking and the um, the dogfish. It's, I mean, it was it's it was almost syrupy. It was it was um, thick. Um it was the kind of beer that would make a man after he's had several of those. It would almost make a man tell a story about having sex with a woman in a wheelchair. You know, like whereas the beers you're drinking right now, you can keep a level head. Right. You know, your dark secrets are staying inside. They're not being shared for all to hear. No, you drink like you that. drink like, you know, six, seven um, of those dogfish IPAs and you are literally giving a demonstration on how you can sneak a handicapped woman into a bathroom stall at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, and have sex with her. But it's very important for the story, mind you, that she was um, uh, that she had uh, feeling from the knees up. Yes, because I felt that was important to the story that it, it wasn't that like way. a waist or a neck or chest, but from the knees down, she had no feeling. But, you know, where it counted for the sex act, everything was working. There you go. Interesting. But yes. Uh, all right. Well, we got uh, we got our drinks ready to go. Uh, will you be having more than one glass of the Jameson 18 tonight? Or are you going to kind of drink responsibly this evening? We're going to see how the day goes. Tomorrow is July 4th. I have some very big plans. Um, I'll be waking up early. I will be, um, uh, you know, as is tradition in my home. Um I've got right now about 200 Nathan's hot dogs um, that I wake up early every July 4th. I uh, I cook those up starting around 8 o'clock, you know, in batches of 12, um, keep them warm, uh, then put them in the buns. And um, at uh, 12 o'clock, when they start the Nathan's hot dog eating contest from Surf Avenue in Coney Island, as is tradition year in, year out here in my home, I try to go toe-to-toe with Joey Chestnut to see how many I can eat and how do I rank by comparison to the other competitive eaters. 
I think this is your year. I feel you're going to put up some big numbers this year. You know, because of the pandemic, we were, you know, we had to be social distance and whatnot. Last year I came in at four, um, you know, really, you know, I've, I've been putting in the work, um, you know, I think easily this year I can hit some double digits. All right. I await to hear the number when you text it to me. Thank you. In the meantime, it's time for Beef of the Week. Ron and Brian's Beef of the Week. Brian, what's bothering you this week? My dad died. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a... uh, uh acceptable uh beef as uh, that was it yeah no 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 my dad died that is my that is my the biggest complaint i have all week um is uh that my dad died so therefore i'm gonna roll it back to you ron and and tell me what's really bothering you uh so my beef this week brian i'm gonna throw it out there it's new york city traffic so uh uh, on Friday, obviously, uh, you know, you had your your dad's funeral and uh, the missus and I came up there. Thank and- you for showing up, by the way. Yeah. It meant a lot. Sure. Uh, of course. Uh, and I, we drove, uh, which we rarely will drive into New York City, drove into Queens. Um, no issues getting there. And on the way back, you know, you anticipate uh, that New York City is going to be a shit show to get through. But it was it was even more of a shit show. Literally an hour just to get through New York City. Well, I believe that into New Jersey. But what was most aggravating to me, then follow my little Google Maps and it's telling me where to go. So I'd be like, all right, uh, go and uh, hang, uh, hang a right onto uh, 34th Street. All right, no problem. Get to 34th Street. Uh, there is a uh, New York City police per, uh, officer not allowing any turns on the 34th. Like if you're on 34th, you can keep going on 34th. Right. So I, I cross over. It says, all right, uh, you know, hang a left on 36th. All right. Recalculating. Recalculating. <laughs> Get to 36. Same thing. No turns allowed. I could apparently turn on the 38th and then go back down another cross street. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it was it was a little insane. It was a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, it was even crazier than, than I remember. So, again, I, I, you brace yourself for a certain level of traffic, but then it's even more insane than you can imagine. And apparently William Esquire, who also was there, first person there, I would like to point out, he was there before I was. Um, He got there quite early because he knew traffic was going to be bad, as opposed to you and your wife, um, who showed up uh, for a 10 o'clock service, who um, walked in and um, uh, walked in around 1040. Well, to be fair, uh, there was never talk of a 10 a.m. service. You just gave a block of time from 10 to noon. I said the service would be 10 to 12. But who has a two-hour service? Did you meet Hal Perlis? <laughs> Did you know Hal Perlis? Did you not spend time in his presence? Do you not see how easily two hours could uh, uh, be filled? I mean, there were there were plenty of stories. So I could definitely see how we probably could have stretched it out to the full two hours. If needed. So to me, in all honesty, and first off, I didn't think starting at 10 o'clock made a lot of sense because um, people had just gotten there. It didn't really, you know, I thought it'd be give, I thought it'd be nice to give some people the opportunity to kind of talk amongst themselves, you know, because there were people who don't normally see each other and whatnot. So I thought it was nice. Then I, uh, and, and fortunately, um, 
you share your location with me on your phone. So I was actually able to see where you were. So at 10 o'clock when we were, um, you know, uh, trying to figure out whether we should start or not, I looked and I saw that you were still deep in New Jersey. And I was just like, I think we're going to, you know, just take our time and whatnot. So I was able to see your progress. So the joy was um, uh, looking your face in your wife's face when I when I when I explained to the both of you that we waited to start for for you guys to show up. Well, she's never you know she's never one hundred percent certain um, when you're telling the truth or not. Oh, I was one hundred percent. I was one hundred percent telling the truth. So, but that was that was my beef. Not okay. Not this. Not the scheduling of it, but just the traffic. Feels like you wish that it was a little bit later on in the day. No, I mean, if it was, if it was, if it was later in the day, um, the drive back would have been even worse. Oh, it would have been terrible, absolutely yeah. terrible. But I do, um, uh, I do appreciate uh, all the sentiments um, that everybody has shared over the past week. Um, it was really strange. A week ago, you and I were doing a show in the morning um, at eleven o'clock, um, and uh, we had a, a whole episode lined up. Uh, and then I received the call literally during the show. So if you want to go back and watch me find out that my father died, go back to episode 212 with like the 47 mark and uh, you will see me crushed. Anywho, moving on, Ron, so much going on in the world. There is so much. Um, is this the time, though, that we should mention um, that your dad's last words were that each and every one of our listeners should encourage five people to listen for the first time this coming week? You know, I, I was really hesitating on in, in, in how to message this because it's, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of people who would feel that, you know, I would be um, trying to to benefit from my father's, you know, passing. And that is absolutely not true. But, uh, you know, one of the last times that I saw him, um, he had gotten pretty he had gotten bad towards the end. Um but, uh, you know, he, you know, he, he motioned for me to come closer to him and I leaned over and, and, and he, he, you know, he very weak of, of thing. And he just leaned over and he just said, tell, tell everyone to get five friends to listen to this podcast, grow the show for me, grow the show. And that, I mean, that just really shows you, you know, what a dedicated uh, father he was. <clears throat> All joking aside, the man loved the fact that you and I did this show. <laughs> he got such a kick out of it. Well, good. And he never he never heard one show. He never watched it. He just saw me getting all prepared and whatnot. He was a huge fan of what we did. Yes, as always. We really uh, should honor all of his, we should. his final wishes. So we many. Will, we will um, work on that. We will work one on One of them, questions. another one that he had was that um, all current Patreon subscribers should not cancel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so uh, if you are uh, listening to this show and you have been a Patreon subscriber, um, just know that one of my father's dying wishes was that um, he wanted to make sure that you did not cancel your Patreon membership. Uh, and uh, especially now that we have uh, the new stickers, Brian, can you hold up one of our new stickers? Uh, all of our current Patreon subscribers uh, should have received an envelope uh, with some stickers in the mail so that you can use a uh, sticker responsibly, as we always say. 
Uh, but yes, we have added QR codes to the stickers to make it even easier, uh, one to our YouTube channel and one to our Apple podcast page. So uh, if you want stickers, go to, uh, to ronandbrianpodcast.com. You will find them in the web store uh, and you will also find the link to our Patreon. Uh, if you subscribe, that'll be some of the swag you can get at the various levels of subscription. But in the meantime, Brian, let's get into the news. <clears throat> As you mentioned, just turmoil. So much going on. All across the country. Uh, last week, obviously, we were discussing uh, the Roe v. Wade ruling um, by the Supreme Court. And uh, the Supreme Court actually had, uh, it, was, it was quite a session, Brian. Um, yes. And when you can say that Roe v. Wade wasn't the or only horrible ruling that they made, uh, can I give you a quick rundown uh, of some of the uh, the the things that the Supreme Court ruled on? Uh, sure. In the past session. So let's see. We have the the case Rivas Villegas versus Cortez de Luna. That was where uh, SCOTUS reversed a lower court to give a police officer qualified immunity for using excessive force. Then you have Taliqua v. Bond. Uh, SCOTUS reversed a lower court to give a police officer qualified immunity for killing a man. All right. Got a pattern here. Uh, we have three cases involving uh, 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 convicted uh, people trying to uh, file for an appeal. It was Shoup sure. v. Eifert, Brown v. Davenport, and Shin v. Ramirez. Uh, SCOTUS basically ruled against all of them. Uh, so it's making it very difficult for people that are potentially innocent to uh, get an appeal, bring in new evidence. Um, sure. The U.S. versus... Zabida, probably not saying that right, uh, but Scotus allowed. Wasn't Zubaida? Wasn't he one of the guys that we uh, were uh, torturing over at um, uh, Guantanamo Bay? He was Abu actually, and, and actually because of that, uh, Scotus has allowed the government to withhold information about torture at CIA black sites. So that is that ruling. Uh, U.S. versus Veo Madero, uh, Scotus denied social security benefits to the residents of Puerto Rico. Uh, whoa, 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 back up, back up. Yeah. People in Puerto Rico cannot get Social Security? Correct. Apparently, uh, they're saying Congress does not have the ability to uh, authorize benefits for Puerto Rico. And that, that lawsuit, uh, uh, that ruling confirmed that. Uh, Cummings v. Premier Rehab Keller, uh, SCOTUS disallowed recovery for emotional distress damages in civil rights lawsuits. What else we have here? Patel v. Garland, SCOTUS stripped federal courts of jurisdiction to review fact issues in immigration proceedings. Uh, Biden v. Missouri, SCOTUS blocked the federal vaccine mandate. Uh, let's see, both Garland v. Gonzalez and Johnson v. Ortega Martinez, uh, SCOTUS denied long-detained immigrants access to a bond hearing, so they will stay locked up longer. Uh, FEC v. Ted Cruz, SCOTUS struck down campaign finance restrictions, which enables Ted Cruz to pay himself back for loans he made to his own campaign. Uh, Egbert v. Boole, SCOTUS further limited a person's ability to sue federal officers. Uh, Vega v. Taka, SCOTUS weakened enforcement of Miranda rights. Uh, Carson v. Macon, SCOTUS undermined the Establishment Clause, forcing states to fund private religious schools. Uh, Kennedy versus Bremerton School District. SCOTUS undermined the Establishment Clause again, allowing football coach to have public or publicized Christian prayers at football games. Can uh, I just point out, 
yeah. that ruling, that ruling and that one right there convinced me that it's time that we um, uh, uh, ex- uh, expand the court. Yes, without a doubt. Right then and there. The fact that we sat there and um, have a Supreme Court who is going to say that it is um, acceptable to bring Christianity into a public school that is paid for by taxpayer funds that the um, uh, students of a publicly funded school should um, uh, uh, be uh, forced to participate in a Christian prayer session. Um, At that point, I sat there and said that this church, that this court has gone from um, uh, representing the Constitution to representing their own personal agendas. There you go. Um, Denesby v. United States, uh, SCOTUS recognized tribal sovereignty just enough to allow an Indian defendant to be prosecuted twice for the same crime. Uh, and then in Oklahoma v. Castro Huerta, SCOTUS undermined tribal sovereignty by making tribal land, quote, part of state and allowing the state to exercise jurisdiction on tribal land. Um, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, uh, that is the one where SCOTUS struck down New York's 100-year-old restriction on concealed carry. Uh, U.S. versus Texas, uh, SCOTUS allowed Texas's bounty hunter anti-abortion law to go into effect. And, of course, West Virginia v. EPA, uh, where SCOTUS undermined the EPA's ability to regulate emissions and fight global warming. How? Can I just add, and you can hear me, I'm, 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 I'm outraged by this, but what is the justification in, in saying that the federal government does not have the power to, um, or should have limited power in stopping pollution in America? Uh, like, you know, are they saying it's a state's right? I think that it's, uh, it's, the argument is that it is governmental overreach to an extent to control business uh, in that manner. But you're controlling the the environment. You're tr- you're controlling the, the the pollution. Listen, Brian, the, the environment doesn't matter. Uh, corporations are people too, and they should be allowed to do what they want. Fucking hell. So yeah, so those are uh, some of the the big ticket uh, cases uh, in this most recent term uh, that some are calling one of the worst uh, terms of the Supreme Court uh, in the United States history, and uh, it will probably get even worse. As uh, for the next session, um, the uh, Supreme Court has stated they will take up the court case, um, which could potentially provide states with the power to override the results of state elections uh, through legislation. I will. um, I'll fight to overthrow the government if that happens. I think that's what we're. I have no desire to do it right now. But if we get to a point where activist politicians will um over will override the popular vote to put through what they want um as our um uh, representatives in government i have no problem saying okay all bets are off now we need to start murdering politicians and we need to fucking overthrow this government i don't think you can advocate murder but i I think you can say you can overthrow the government i was speaking hypothetically i didn't say that i actually condone the murdering of politicians i was just saying that if something like this happened i could envision a a, a, an existence where i made comments like that i mean i mean clearly they're just you know um uh unacceptable and dangerous 
yes. um, you know, comments, but I would never say anything like that. I mean, it really sounds like a, a very shock jock kind of statement. It is a shock jock kind of statement, which is more so, uh, from me, not you. I would expect that from you, Ron. Yes. Um, so again, we, uh, we talked about Roe v. Wade last week and, you know, people saying, oh, you know, it just goes back to state rights. What's the worst thing that can happen? Uh, well, here's something pretty horrible, uh, reported on in the Columbus dispatch. It talks about a, uh, a 10 year old in the state of Ohio that was raped and had gotten pregnant. Um, so she, uh, she was supposed to be getting an abortion. Um, but then Roe v. Wade was overturned and uh, she was then unable to uh, to get an abortion in her state. Uh, she was able to travel to uh, to Indiana, to Indianapolis region um, and, and get an abortion. Um, but I, I, I it, it boggles the fucking yes. mind to think. Well, here's a 10-year-old who's been raped, horrible enough as it is. Mm -hmm. Let's force this child to carry a baby to term. Yep. You know, forgetting the, the physical toll it will take on her, the mental and emotional toll it will take on her. Um, I, I and, and the sad thing is, is I know that there are people that will justify why that's okay. Oh, I don't, um, I just can't believe anybody has, um, I mean, I know you're, you're going to sit there and, um, have people that are going to claim that life is, um, uh, starts at conception and therefore abortion is murder. And under all circumstances, we can't murder. But I think if you make that argument, um, then you have to immediately turn around and look at all the justified murder that our government endorses and um, acts on. Um, the, uh, uh, we send uh, uh, military into war um, left and right. We uh, drop bombs on, uh, uh, on, on human beings, regardless of uh, what country they're in. We uh, execute those who have committed crimes in this country. Um, Albeit it's a state issue and the federal government has only executed, I think, one person recently. Uh, sounds about right. I thought I remember they, they, the federal government. But like, it's just no matter what argument gets put forth, um, you know, I just feel like it's it's fairly easy to sit there and pop the uh, pop that balloon um, uh, uh, with the hypocrisy. And, and it's true on both sides. I mean, right. I, and this is one of my issues overall with the abortion is. You know, my personal views about abortion is that I'm, I'm incredibly pro-abortion. Um, I, I think we need more of them. Um, I don't even mean that as a shock jock kind of comment. Right. Um, I think that we need to sit there and, and, um, and, and genuinely look at the quality of life that, that some of these uh, um, incoming children, not really the term incoming children. I know it sounds, <laughs> didn't sound right as it was coming out, but I, like I said it, it anyway. Like incoming. Um, Coming, but like it's um, but I do believe that we need to um, uh, the you know uh, it, it's not even just a woman's right to um, uh, to decide what's going on with her body. It's just it's you know it really is so many other factors all at once. Um, 
but uh, you know, but you know, at the same time, you know, do I believe that 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 you know that my opinion and simply because it works with me um, should be forced against uh, the people who sit there and say that they believe that abortion is murder? Who's to say I'm right? They're wrong. Um, the problem I have is that a majority of Americans are in favor of abortion rights. That a majority of the Americans are in favor of a woman's right to choose. And what you've got are nine people, six of whom um, were, um, you know, elected, uh, excuse me, who were selected by, um, uh, you know, frighteningly right wing um, uh, uh, presidents who wanted to push forth an agenda. And what you now have is a government that no longer represents the people, even at the state level. If, if, if we're going to notch it down, um, you know, immediately, what was it last week you were talking about, uh, like 28 states immediately passed anti-abortion laws, um, somewhere, painfully restrictive, painfully yeah. restrictive to yeah. the point where a 10 year old girl doesn't have the right to get an abortion. And yet, if you were to take polls of the um of the citizens of that state in a majority of those states, the, the right for abortion is desired by the people. It is, it is just the fact that I, I think one of my areas of anger comes from right now is that we have these governments um, at the federal level, at the state level that are no longer representative of the people, um, but who are representative of the um, agenda that they are trying to uh uh, to push forth onto the American people, regardless of whether it is something that is desired or not. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh. um, you know, and, and what's really drove me crazy over the past week is all- Droving me crazy? Droving me crazy. I don't know where my language went. Uh, you know, all these people, you know, pro-life people, couples posting, you know, holding signs like, we'll adopt your baby. Well, why haven't you adopted a baby yet? No one's adopting babies. Nobody, right. because right now there are babies that need to be updated. Right, to exactly. Be adopted. No one has stopped you up to this point from adopting a baby. I mean, there are the 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 foster. Well, no, if, stopping you from fostering a child. Hold on a second, Ron. Right. I do have that court order from <laughs> 2007, which stated that under no circumstances am I allowed to um, to adopt a child. I mean. You aside, you know, these couples I'm referring to. Uh, oh, could, oh, could I be fostering children. Got it. Could be adopting children, but it's also it's ridiculously expensive to adopt a child. The average cost to adopt a child in the US is between thirty and forty-five thousand dollars. So it's it's even that has become an industry within itself. Um, but yeah, you know how many well, nights at Rose you know how many nights at the Rosewood Theater you could get for thirty thousand dollars? <laughs> I mean, that is easily uh, 3,400 nights at a strip club, without a doubt. 3,400? If I'm doing the math correctly. Which You're not doing the math right. Very possibly I might not be at this point. I think it's about 34 uh, at a strip club. No. You said you said 34,000, right? I said 3,400. 3,400. I dropped 900 that day. But I'm saying, so it's 900 times 3,400 times is what I'm saying. But I think the numbers, yeah, that'd be three million dollars. So uh, <clears throat> let's uh, let's skip the math. <clears throat> Ron's you... math is so <laughs> fucking My math bad. Is... Uh, he is a product of the Schenectady Board of Ed. 
So now, you know, obviously, Never uh, you know, President Biden has said, he, you know, he hopes Congress will put aside the, the filibuster temporarily to codify Roe v. Wade into law. Uh, again, we will see. You talk about being aggravated on both sides of the aisle. You know, the Democrats use this as a, you know, as a bellwether for fundraising. You know, let me send out my fundraising sure. texts and emails and robocalls. Um, I mean, the sad thing is the best alternative we have at this point is to is to vote for Democrats in the midterm elections later this year. No, that's even that's no, that's nothing. The Democrats have literally had 50 years since Roe v. Wade. Oh, yeah. there, there, there were times where they controlled the, the White House, the Senate. Uh, they, they, they literally are. And, and I, I say this as a registered Democrat. The Democrats are literally the most ineffectual political party um, in America. Uh, uh, the Libertarian Party uh, uh, gets more accomplished than the Democrats do. The Democrats literally, and, and we, we, we said this, I think it was last week, or somebody else said it. The Republicans are playing this game to win. There. The Democrats are sitting there patting themselves on the back that they have the moral high ground, and therefore eventually they win. And what happens is because they're not playing the same game, the Democrats lose and lose and lose. You've got a, uh, you know, you've got a rather, how do I say, um, uninspiring president right now, granted. But you do have the House of Representatives and you've got at least 49 out of the 50, out of the 100 senators that you can depend on to vote. This mansion guy in West Virginia is just, you know, is is is, is a little bit of an issue. Um, but you're literally talking; they they cannot even put anything forward. There's zero agenda coming out of the Democrats. Pelosi, I I, ha, I hear more about Pelosi's stock trades um, than um, uh, uh, what she has accomplished as Speaker of the House over the past six years. Um, you know, uh, uh, Trump went into uh, power in twenty. 16 and accomplished so much of the Republican agenda. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, he, he finished building the wall. Nobody wanted that, the actual wall to be built. My point is just the fact that like there were boxes on his checklist, such as um, flood the Supreme court with uh, uh, neo Republicans, um, uh, uh, stock the judiciary with hardcore Republicans that will for generations side with corporate America and the wealthy. He accomplished so much. You look at the Democrats, they did they were they were unable to stymie him in any way. Absolutely. Kristen Sin was also a problem in Arizona. Wink wink somebody if you can do anything. Um try to have a have a conversation with her. Talk some sense into her. Um no violence. Um but it's just the fact that when the Democrats have power, they literally are feckless. They are they 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 cannot do anything in terms of codifying um, uh, uh, what their, their, uh, uh, backers want. The Republicans go in there and it is like an efficient machine. Um, I, which I, I'm completely against, but it is just, it is amazing what, um, it is amazing how, 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 how the argument of, oh, we'll just go out and vote Democrat. It will accomplish nothing. I mean, is it is the one thing that it'll accomplish is hopefully preventing it from getting significantly worse? No, because of the they don't have the balls to overturn the filibuster, and they're never going to get enough of a majority. Oh, Ron, you're so lucky today. Look at this. <laughs> okay, user, 
You're lucky today. Our team gives you a promo code for 10 viewers for a whole day. Come visit us. Get Viewers Pro, and we will take you to the top. <laughs> that take seems down? Uh, problematic. I don't know. We'll, we'll, have oh, to get, we'll have to check that later. That's coming in from Twitch. So I'm going to say that's a scam, people. So if you do want to go to Gaga Wugu's um, uh, we'll, we'll work on uh, pronouncing that later. Uh, what other stories we have here? Oh, uh, we've got... What the- other stories matter? This country is going to shit. Uh, we have the uh, the truck in Texas where uh, over 50 uh, migrants have died uh, in an attempt to smuggle them uh, across the border. Uh, the victims were discovered last week inside of a uh, an 18-wheeler uh, in San Antonio. Um, I think there's only about 10 or 12 uh, survivors. Um, the, uh, the driver was apparently uh, on meth, so sure. not, uh, not great uh, to begin with. Um, yes. the, uh, the tractor tra- trailer was painted to resemble a vehicle owned by a local trucking company. Uh, and then also apparently uh, loaded with uh, spices uh, to hide the scent of uh, people in the back of it. Ron, let me ask you a question. You yeah. would, you, you you're you're pretty handy in the kitchen, aren't you? <laughs> I I mean I I mean you tell me you uh you had my ribs uh, yesterday. You tell me your 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 use of flavored oils on um uh just you know uh chef's kiss um your spice rack so many different um you know uh you have four different types of thyme um three different types of oregano um. I mean, the man just knows his spices. Let me ask you a question, Ron. Yeah. Now you've got a dead body that you <laughs> want to um uh uh you want you want to just you you know mask mask yeah. the smell of. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be one spice. It's going to have to be a combination. What spices? What are you? What is your go-to spice choice when you need to mask the uh, smell of fifty my uh, 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 migrants from South America? that are currently cooking inside of an abandoned tractor trailer and right outside San Antonio, Texas. Um, you know, I'm probably going to go, I'm going to go fresh rosemary. Um, okay. Okay. Sage, I think. Uh, and then now, is, are you going to burn the sage for no, to, uh, to get the evil that's, spirits that's out? I think a little fresh sage also has uh, a masking scent to it. Um, okay. and, then, yeah, and then a little ginger uh, tickles the nose. Ginger. Interesting. Now, uh, 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 fan Ali M, she is heartbroken for the deceased, not for your time cho- options. So yeah, she obviously say. respects. She knows how to respect a man who's got multiple, um, who's got multiple types of time, and and oils. Don't forget. I mean, you you mock my uh, my selection of oils, yet you ate my uh, my grilled avocado, which was brushed with uh, avocado oil. And a little ponzi. Whoa, 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 whoa! You you grilled the avocados in uh, in avocado oil. I did, yes. Now is that because of the high smoking point? Uh, well, you want a low smoke point actually, because then they smoke again? quickly. A high smoke point means that they're gonna they're going to uh, smoke quickly. You don't want that, not on the grill. Oh, I thought a high point was that it, it will smoke at a high, at a higher temperature before it starts smoking. Thinking the difference in in the way that you use the sentence, you have me confused. 
I've got Ron confused. Uh, what you know who was also confused was the truck driver who was on meth as he realized <laughs> that all those people behind him were dying. Um, also coming out this week, uh, sentences for uh, for horrible individuals. Uh, Jelaine Maxwell sentenced to 20 years in prison uh, for assisting Jeffrey Epstein uh, in grooming and sexually abusing young girls for years. Uh, she had been found guilty on sex trafficking charges back in uh, late December of last year. So on Tuesday, she was sentenced to 20 years in prison, also fined $750,000. Brian, how long do you think before she commits suicide in prison? I'm going to say that she will not commit suicide. Okay. And I believe that she will serve out her sentence, getting off for good behavior, just so that she can get out in, I'm going to say about 10 to 12 years, just so that she can um, uh, once again go out there and um, prey on young girls for a different predator. Now, the, the bigger question, Jeffrey Epstein arrested, obviously ton of materials collected from his island, his his homes, everything else, computers, sure. everything else. Uh, Jelaine Maxwell, same thing, uh, arrested, convicted. Why have we not gotten any concrete information about the high-profile individuals that were utilizing Jeffrey Epstein's services? Um, because those are people that are um, uh, the powerful. They are the elite. And they have the prosecutors who are afraid of them. I mean, I mean if you want an example, if, people off. if you want an example of how something like this happens, watch the first 10 minutes of that Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix. That's as far as I got into it. I, I got 10 minutes into it and was just so um, uh, disgusted because it was the um, uh, they started off talking to the prosecutors that were um, originally charging, trying to charge him with crimes um, and how he was able to turn, um, even before charges were filed, how he was able to immediately sick his um, high-priced lawyers uh, um, uh, attacking the girls, attacking the prosecutors. Um, and it got to the point where it made it sense to make the case go away, to just have him... Uh, um, a plea bargain to a, a, a much lower case. It's so that's exactly what's going on is the fact that you've got um, people in the government, high priced lawyers who are sitting there leaning on prosecutors saying, Hey, you know, I'm sure that my, my client's name's not coming up. And uh, I'm sure that you realize that it would be terrible for your career if it ever did. It's just, uh, just aggravating is, is I guess my point. Absolutely aggravating. Um, it's beyond aggravating. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. R. Kelly uh, also sentenced this week. Um, uh, the Grammy winner, winning singer, uh, icon in the '90s, uh, slapped with 30 years in prison uh, for sexually abusing women and underage girls and boys over the course of decades. A lot of people were upset that Jelaine Maxwell got less than R. Kelly. Yeah, I, I that was the question I was going to ask you. W are you surprised that R. Kelly received 
more of a sentence. Now, again, he was convicted on more charges um, than Jelaine Maxwell was, which uh, added to the sentencing guidelines. But um, do, do you think, do, do you find it problematic that she received 10 years less than he did? Listen, I, um, you know, I, 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 this is, whew, all right, well, we'll just throw it out there. All right. I paid way, I paid way closer attention to the R. Kelly trial um, and the charges and the stories about R. Kelly. Are you drinking out of a straw? I am, yes. It's a what's, metal what's straw, going on? A little water uh, bottle here. What's going on with the straw? Are, are we now straw? Are, are, are we not men? Are we now drink? Or do we now drink out of straws? What's going we on do, here? We do drink out of straws. We're okay. Are with you that. too dainty to drink out of a water bottle? <laughs> I just, you know, I like the straw. That's just, just don't hate. Anyway, you were saying, please. Um. So you know, uh, R. Kelly. I, I I was able to make it through several episodes of the R. Kelly documentary, surviving R. Kelly, surviving R. Kelly. Yes, 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 yes. So um, uh, you know, his his story is is really fucking terrible. Um, you know, I believe that Jelaine Maxwell. I know much less about what she did. I know more about what. Epstein did, but my my understanding is that she um, she was hand in hand with him. So uh, I believe that uh, she. Um, I don't know. There's so much. To, there's so much to unpack there, and so little I I trust and believe that um, I believe R. Kelly got what he deserved. Um, he probably should have uh, gotten more, and I believe uh, Jelaine Maxwell should have gotten way more. All right, I agree with you 100. percent I agree. Uh, but you know, you know what I think also people should, um, understand what should have gotten more. <laughs> What's that? We should have gotten more stickers. We needed oh. to get more Ron and Brian podcast stickers. People, I've got four right here. These things are already on eBay for $999 a piece. Um, listen, what, you know, one of the things that Ron and I said early on in the show is we will never reproduce uh, a design for podcast stickers. Once the never. the uh, once the run for those stickers have gone, um, they will never be reprinted again. Um, so you've got these stickers. We we've entered the twenty first century. You've got QR codes here, and then also over here. One takes you to our YouTube channel. One takes you over here to our. Um, Apple Podcasts, because let's be honest, we are snobs when it comes to the iOS you are utilizing for your podcast. If you're doing Google Podcasts, if you're if you're working with an Android, we still love you. Don't get me wrong, we still love you. But uh, but and you're now, not elite. Since, you're not elite. Since the new stickers came out, uh, the first edition sticker has shot up in value. Um, I understand uh, now trading for more than a Honus Wagner rookie card. Uh, so yes. if you are lucky enough to still have a mint condition Ron and Brian uh, first edition sticker, good on you. Uh, and get these stickers while you still can. But Brian, what are you watching? Okay. Um, uh, this week I didn't watch a lot of TV. I'll be the uh, first to admit um, but what I did watch was I finished um, the offer ten part series on Paramount Plus. Um, thanks to the broken power lifter for enabling me to have access to Paramount Plus. Nice um, kudos. 
Um, it is a 10-part about the making of The Godfather, starring Miles Teller, who we all fell in love with in the new Top Gun movie. Starring... Don't know. What's the guy? Um, oh, uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Ah, okay. As mobster Joe Colombo. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, and, and and just a, a, a wild cast. Uh, it tells the story of the of um, the uh, uh, you know small time producer who gets assigned the uh, the rights to the story and um, all the trials and tribulations uh, that went into taking um, you know a um, a treatment as they like to call in the movie business, all the way through to the Oscar-winning movie that was The Godfather. Um, so we watched that. Um, very, very good. Um, great question by by William Esquire. How many shares of Labor Smart can you get for one original Ron and Broadcast ticker? I don't think they have enough shares of Labor Smart. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't think I, they could print another million shares. Still not enough. By the way, I'm still sitting on 100,000 shares of Labor Smart. Currently worthless. Um, I also watched um, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. You and I were talking about it earlier in person. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, let's just to give you an idea of how much I enjoyed it. I downloaded it on my iPad and watched it on the subway ride to and from work. That's how much I enjoyed it. Um, six episodes... Yeah, it was six episodes, yes. Limited to six. I guessed it correctly. Um, six episodes, um, just less than an hour. Um, you get a lot of Obi-Wan Kenobi. You get a lot of Darth Vader. And for a, uh, you know, um, a, a cis white male who is approaching, um, you know, 44 years old, like myself, I mean, peak, um, you know, uh, Star Wars was all about Darth Vader. I mean, nobody wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Nobody wanted to be um, Obi-Wan. Nobody cared that much about Han Solo. We all, you know, in our, in our, uh, you know, at the, at the tender age of, of five and six, we would go half chub whenever Darth Vader would get on the screen. It was, he was the coolest at the time. Um, you know, we were a little too young for Fonzie on happy days, but Darth Vader was, was the ultimate and cool. So to see so much of Darth Vader in this uh, TV series um, really um, tickled my cockles um, and just brought back a lot of, you know, fond memories of just being a fan of star Wars when star Wars was good. Um, before they brought the, the prequels, they brought the, the Ren and Kylo and um, the rays the, I mean, can, uh, can we talk about my gripe with the, uh, I guess not with, I mean, I did enjoy the series. Uh, I don't know that I enjoyed it as much as you did, but I, I thought it was good. Uh, but my issue with the uh, the finale of it. Sure, let's talk. Oh, so, no, no, no. You, it's yeah. not just a finale. I mean, it's way deeper than just the finale. <laughs> so well, it was the finale of the season for uh, for the show. And again, if you haven't watched it, you know, just jump ahead a few minutes because uh, we're going to spoil it a little bit. So obviously, uh, final episode, you have the showdown between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. About Not quite to the death, but not quite. There comes a point where very clearly Obi-Wan could have killed Darth Vader. And instead, he lets him live and just walks away. So 
And I understand, you know, Star Wars was filmed in 78, so you can't change the story now. But the way this plays out, you know, now you can really say, you know, Obi-Wan is responsible for everything that Darth Vader did from that point forward because he had an opportunity to kill him and he didn't. Like, you know, maybe it wouldn't have brought the Empire down, but, you know, would he have built the Death Star? Would he have destroyed Alderaan? You know, however many millions and billions of people died by his hand that Obi-Wan could have prevented. That was my challenge. And again, we talked about it before. There was somewhat of a lack of suspense. You know, the third sister goes after Luke at the end at the end of the episode and but you know nothing's going to happen to Luke nothing's going to happen to his aunt and uncle because they were all in the Star Wars movie so it was a decent story but I felt that the I I I just I don't know I had issues with the final episode well I think if you're going to make the argument about that um that Obi-Wan had the power to kill Darth Vader and chose not to I think you can also say that in episode three Darth Vader Darth Vader had the power to kill Obi-Wan and in Great. a weak twist of uh, in a weak plot twist, um, chose to walk away instead of further engaging a injured Obi Wan, which which to me made no sense at the time. But I, you know, I think you you made you made uh, um, uh, you know not to say that the point you just made was poor, but like you made a better point, which was that one of the issues with these um, stories that that are are. Um, you know, filling the gaps in between other stories that have been told is that we know Obi-Wan survives. We know Darth Vader survives. We know that Luke and Leia survive because they're all in movies four, five, and six. So there's, so any attempt to, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, heighten the stakes of, of an episode to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, is Luke going to die now? No, we know Luke isn't going to die right now because he's, right. he's alive, you know, 20 years later. So realistically, um, you know, it's almost a artificial uh, attempt to, um, you know, to uh, to make it seem uh, that the uh, the stakes are high. I mean, we were all broken hearted. I mean, yeah. Allie, she's right. We were all broken hearted, you know, with the with, with with some of the plot points. But overall, I mean, it was, I would say, just well done. Um, and then last but not least, um, I watched Jackass Forever mm. on uh, also on Paramount Plus. So you're rocking the Paramount Plus lately. Eh. Um, and I will say that um, I found it highly enjoyable. Um, some people did not. Some people felt that there was just too much penis, <laughs> way too much penis being um, in- included in it. Um uh, there was a lot of penis pain, penis torture going on. Um, what I did find interesting was that it seems as if they have brought on some new um, stunt people who have become um, uh, um, internet stars since the last movie came out. So it seems as if you know some of these tricks that these that these guys were doing seems like some of the more dangerous ones. Or in my opinion, they pawned off on these younger guys to do. Because the jackass crew, like they're 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 all in their fifties at this point, you know, they take a bad tumble, and you're talking broken bones, right? Um, but they did suddenly now have people in their you know mid to late twenties that were doing some stunts. So I thought that was uh, um, a, an interesting little spin. Um, Ron, yes, what are you watching? Um, so I've been uh, catching up on the latest uh, season of The Boys. 
um, on Amazon Prime. Uh, really enjoy this show. I mean, it's very over the top, very violent. Um, I will say this. Um, episode one of the season showed probably one of the most unique deaths you will ever see filmed in a TV show. And now, how does that compare? Yes, I'm, I'm just kidding. You. Um, <laughs> what was unique about it, if I may ask? Uh, I don't even want to explain it to you. I would rather you don't even need the context of of the the series, but I would just say go watch the first ten minutes of uh, episode one of uh the boys of this season all right and it will it will blow your mind um wow. also caught up on uh stranger things which i still need to watch uh the the two episodes that dropped on friday uh, to finish up the season so that has gotten progressively better as the season has gone on and then also on disney plus watch dr strange and the multiverse of madness um one of the most recent marvel films uh which was okay I mean, I don't know that it was as good as the original, and I don't know if it was as good as um, some of the other Marvel films, but uh, it was a decent film. I don't know that Just you liked it because I know, I know you're more of a DC guy, but um, I, I liked it. Well, what, what, what was it that you liked? Um, I, again, I thought, you know, I, th I think the story was interesting. It was interesting the way that they tied together um, WandaVision and, um, you know, the What If series. Uh, so it really, it really tied up some of the storylines and kind of, what, you know. WandaVision? How does WandaVision fit in this? Uh, because Wanda is in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. God damn it. You know, just when I want to feel like I'm catching up on this stuff, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just so far out of it. You will never catch up, my friend. Never catch up. Uh, so, yeah. So that's what we're watching. Uh, what okay. else did we have this week, Brian? What other stories did you want to touch on? Um... Hold on, let's boom. How about this, uh, this dead Japanese porn star that was found naked and tied to a tree? Um, Rina Oreno uh, was uh, missing for almost uh, two weeks. Um, she was found dead, naked, and tied to a tree in a remote forest, um, less than a mile off the road of uh, belonging to uh, a home uh, of a man by the name of. Hiroyuki Sampai, who was arrested in her disappearance. Here's what this, I mean, first off, it's just sad. Anytime, uh, uh, um, you know, somebody dies or is murdered. Um, what makes this story interesting, in my opinion, um, the reason why we, we put it up on the list was that um, she was a Japanese porn star who um, uh, was communicating with this man on uh, DMs, I believe on Twitter, or um, an equivalent social media that they had in Japan. They agree to meet. Um, she's at his house. Uh, she then goes missing. She does not return. The police go to search his home, and this guy tells the police, oh, yeah, she was here. Then she left, and I don't know where she went. And the police are like, well, um, some of her belongings are here, such as her cell phone and seems a little weird that um, she would leave them here um, and not come back for them. And he was just like, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, got no idea. It's total coincidence. Meanwhile, she is found um, uh, 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 um, uh, tied to a tree about a mile away from his home. Like, I'm not, I, I mean, it's it, the story is just a, a, a sad story. But Jesus Christ, this guy's a terrible criminal. Yeah. 
I mean, if you're going to come up with a story, make it at least a reasonable story. Like he said, oh, she wandered off. So she wanders off and then she's reported missing for two weeks. And you don't think to uh, go to the authorities. It doesn't. Quite no, happen. no, no. Why would you do that? Uh, a passenger uh, allegedly molested a child uh, and a woman uh, on a flight from San Francisco to Florida. And he blamed uh, Ambien for the assault. Uh, Brian Patrick Durning was arrested um, at Orlando International Airport after allegedly penetrating the girl with his finger and trying to grab the breast of a female passenger who tried to intervene. Um this, and this is like the, the worst part is he was he's 51 years old. He was seated in the aisle next to a girl older than 12, but younger than 16, who had okay. been separated from her mother because of a reservation issue. Is it like a like a like an Indian reservation or is yeah, it like a, a like issue, making a reservation for the hotel? Issue with the flight reservation. So the mother and daughter should have been sitting together. But for some reason, the mother was sitting elsewhere in the plane. Uh, this young woman was uh, sitting next to this uh, this man uh, who then sexually assaults her. I hope he does a lot of jail time. And the sad thing about it is is the world that we live in is that it's very unlikely that he will. Yeah, but he said he had a couple of drinks and popped an Ambien before he boarded um, and said that he fell asleep. And the next thing he remembered was uh, waking up and being asked to uh, switch seats. Not the first time we've spoken on this show. Um, here, there we go. Ali M, ma- major contributor to the podcast today. Everybody knows that Ambien, though it's A-M-B-I-E-N, um, just got to do a little spell check before you hit, uh, you know, enter on your comment. Um, makes you make racist tweets. I mean, um, Roseanne quite famously um, uh, uh, went on Twitter uh, about two years ago and went after, hold on, hold on, um, Valerie Garrett? Valerie Garrett, possibly. Val- it was something. And uh, tweeted some really racist stuff about this woman. And, I uh, the bitch was wild. Um, and then blamed it on the Ambien that she took right before she picked up her phone and went on a racist rant. Um, Roseanne can go fuck herself. By the so way, anyway, uh, Durning is now charged with abusive sexual contact with a child and committing a crime while aboard a flight. Now check this out: he was released pending trial, not charged bail released on his own recognizance and had to surrender his passport. That's a really weird way to spell Ambien. J-A-R-R-E-T-T. I don't know. I, I gotta, I gotta say no on that one. Um, and then finally tonight, um, it wouldn't be uh, a Ron and Brian podcast if we didn't have one Florida story. Uh, and this is about a Florida pastor who has been arrested for exposing himself and masturbating outside of a Starbucks. Uh, Jesus, I think you put this story on just to make me read this name. And Genio Dali Munez Colon uh, was taken into custody Monday and charged with exposure of sexual organs. Uh, He is a pastor in Kissimmee, Florida, and teaches online ministry classes. 
uh, authorities have been investigating ever since they received a report of a man masturbating on a patio outside the Starbucks back on May 9th. Um, Deputy ah, I am a pastor. Uh, kiss me penis. Uh, Deputy, I State will get. I will get. I will get a Verona. Uh, maybe a maybe a, a Grande Pikes Peak. Kiss me penis. What What is that accent exactly? Don't know. Uh, anyway, don't deputies know. say they I'm going to blame that on the Ambien that I took about an hour <laughs> ago. Right. Ambien also causes bad, uh, very bad uh, uh, accents. Uh, deputies say they eventually identified Munez Cologne as the suspect and determined he'd previously been charged over a similar incident at the same Starbucks. Uh, so he was booked into the Osceola County Jail on a $1,000 bond. Um, anytime we can get one of these religious hypocrites to um, uh, be highlighted for um, their uh, sexually aggressive behavior, despite um, uh, wrapping themselves off in the cloth of Jesus, um, I will take the opportunity to say we need to uh, put the spotlight on that man. All right. Anything additional this week, Brian, as we get ready to uh, wrap up this uh, this main episode and head on over to After Dark, which what's that? You're not sure what After Dark is? Well, if you are a member of our Patreon at the uh, bronze level or higher, that's just $10 a month. Uh, we do an additional half hour of content for you at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so if you want to hop on and, and sign up and help support us, uh, you can go to ronandbrianpodcast.com. In the upper right-hand corner, you will see uh, a little button that says become a patron or uh, join patron, one of those things. Hop on there, uh, sign up. We will get to the link. You can join us in uh, roughly 25 minutes. Sure. <clears throat> we do our After Dark, our special Independence Day After Dark as we get ready to celebrate uh, the birth of our nation tomorrow. And speaking of celebrating the birth of our nation, I would like to give a special shout out right now to William Esquire, um, friend of the show, dare I say family of the show. Um, today is his birthday. Yeah. Um, the man, uh, you know, I was not expecting it. Man took time out of his birthday to join us on a Sunday evening. Um, you know, as he uh, he appears to be sober ish, um, has not said anything racist, so clearly he's not on Ambien tonight. Nope. Um, okay. but I would like to wish William Esquire a uh, a very happy birthday, um, and uh, to many more. All right, yes, happy birthday. Um, anything else? I think you know, it's been a solid no, show. We've got we've got uh, uh, some solid stories lined up for After Dark. Yeah, it's uh, we've got our usual OnlyFans stories. We've got uh, we've got runways covered with poop. Uh, we've got um, porn stars getting married in uh, backyard ceremonies, carnival cruise brawls. I mean, it's there's a lot of shit going on there. Yes. So uh, please join us. Anything else, Brian, or are we ready to roll on out of here? Um, look at that, Ali. I'm wishing happy birthday to America. That's it. You know, it really is an Independence Day um, only after Ali M says happy birthday to the country. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Mass Sanity says yes. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's been episode 213. Um, no, I, you know, I would like to, you know, uh, just give myself a, a, a little pat on the back um, that I went through an entire episode this week 
without losing a family member. I mean, you know, normally, you know, I, I had gone to again. I had gone to 212 episodes. I had done another 212. I did 211 without losing a family member while recording a show. Um, I broke that streak last week. Now we are back to one. Um, and it's, you know, uh, knock on wood, nobody passed away. I just haven't found out about it yet. Let's see next week. We could get to two. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. We will catch you again next week. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at ronandbrianpodcast.com. See you again next week.